welcome to The Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Sensitive and Soulful Show. All right. Today, this week, we are going to be talking all about how to navigate difficult conversations as a highly sensitive person. Ooh, this is hard for for so many of us. I I'm constantly chatting with you all on Instagram and a little bit on Facebook here and there and with my membership community and just all over the place, right? And I often hear how difficult conversations are very overwhelming to you. You have shared with me that either you might default to crying, you know, it's like you feel very emotionally overwhelmed and overloaded. And so anytime there's a difficult conversation that needs to be had, You struggle to feel like you can hold your own and speak clearly because the emotions really flood you. That's a really common thing that I hear. And another common thing is is avoiding any confrontation at all because you're afraid of how you would handle it. Maybe you're afraid to cry. Maybe you've had a history of kind of like flying off the handle and so you just kind of tiptoe around and people please and and try to avoid those challenging conversations as much as possible. And I totally understand it. Truly, I do. And like, as humans, it's like, it sucks to deal with difficult situations. It's uncomfortable. It's overwhelming. It's scary. It's unknown. And I am definitely somebody who in the past has defaulted to really like a fawning behavior. So if you're not familiar with fawning, there is, it's kind of a trauma response that can come up in challenging situations. So what fawning really is, and I'm guessing maybe some of you out there listening do this too, it's like you automatically try to appease and make the other person happy when there's even the slightest hint of of, uh, conflict coming up. So it's like, immediately apologizing um, or over complimenting or, you know, going back on what you were angry about or whatever. It's like you don't hold your own and you kind of go into this appeasing behavior because you're just trying to avoid the discomfort. It's scary and uncomfortable and, and unknown. And a lot of times there's a lot of anxiety beneath the surface because we're afraid of maybe being rejected or losing the other person. And so we really deny ourselves when we do this and we go into this fawning behavior because we are we're not being true to ourselves and and our needs and and our convictions and instead we are putting the other person's needs above ours and pleasing them just to avoid the conflict and really this is a recipe for feeling resentful and feeling not seen and not heard because you're not 
ever actually voicing how you feel. So it's hard. And I'm, I'm so acknowledging that it is hard. And so let's talk about how we can have difficult conversations with a little bit more confidence and grace as highly sensitive people. So talking about the the emotional flooding that we often experience as HSPs, like I said, many of you tell me that you you default to crying and and really what this makes me think, I'm not like a psychologist or anything like that, but I just go off of my own experience here and to me this is feeling like a response to overwhelm because crying is a very common response to feeling overwhelmed. So it's like, it's just too much. The person's anger, the situation at hand, the fear, it overwhelms our sensitive systems. And so the result is crying. It's tears. We're just like, we're breaking down. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. And so tears come emotions come and it can be super overwhelming. So sending you lots of love if this is your default response. And here's what I would say if it is before going into the challenging conversation. I want you to first focus on regulating your nervous system, getting yourself to a place of feeling more calm and grounded before you enter into this situation. So if we go into a challenging conversation and we are really activated, we're really on edge, we're already like at the tipping point of overwhelm, we're not going to be in a place where we're going to be able to articulate our thoughts clearly because we are just flooded with emotions. And when we are overly flooded with emotions, we're not able to really access that logical mind, we're not able to feel grounded and connected to what's true for us because we are so in that emotional state, right? So I want you to first practice regulating yourself. So maybe you're in the middle of a heated discussion and you have important points that you want to make, but you're feeling yourself really having that frustration and anger and all of the emotions building. Take a step back, return to yourself, go in another room, do what you can to get back to yourself and to breathe and to reconnect. So some ways to regulate yourself can be doing deep belly breaths to calm your system. So instead of, I always say this, instead of breathing into your chest, take deep breaths into your stomach. That will help calm your system. Another idea is to going for a walk and listening to some calming music or just listening to birds and nature, whatever feels calming for you. Maybe it's taking a bath Maybe it's laying under a weighted blanket. Maybe it's doing a bunch of jumping jacks to get the energy out of your system. There are so many different ways to regulate your nervous system. So do what feels calming to you. But I really have found it to be key to take a step back first before we step into these harder conversations where we actually want to be able to share our viewpoint. So doing that is key. And then I would also recommend that you feel into your feelings before you go into the conversation. So first step is always doing that regulation to get yourself to a calm, grounded, safer feeling in your body. And once you're able to do that, once you're able to feel a little bit more grounded, then I want you to practice feeling whatever feelings are coming up for you. And you're kind of doing this in a more observant way. So for instance, Maybe you're noticing this feeling of anger. Notice where it is in your body. 
Maybe you're physically feeling it in your chest. Maybe it's in your stomach. Just noticing what that sensation feels like physically and not judging it and not trying to change it and not trying to use the use your brain to kind of like figure out what this means, but just feeling it and just letting it be there. And you'll find that this feeling will start to move through your body and you can start to release it. And once you kind of do this, if you're able to take the space to do this, then engaging in the conversation is going to be a lot more grounded for you. And of course, there are going to be things that activate you because we can't control what someone else says. So even if we feel poised on our end, you know, having a challenging conversation, the other person can know exactly how to trigger you. So that's why it's really important to have these tools to regulate yourself yourself, because when those triggering moments come up, if you know how to reconnect to yourself and feel regulated and safe in your body, you can then expand your tolerance for the overwhelming sensations that might come up when you are in the middle of a heated conversation. So those are a couple things I would suggest Um, Also, if you notice that you tend to lose your train of thought because you just get overwhelmed, and again, this is super normal, then maybe it's maybe it's about writing out your points. Maybe maybe you would prefer to write a letter and get that written out and said there. And so, if you have the conversation and you don't feel like you were able to clearly articulate everything that you wanted to, well, you can also share your letter with them. That's something I've personally done because sometimes it's just hard for me in the moment. I'll just feel flustered and I won't be able to say everything in the way that I want to say it, but I'm a much better writer so that I can I can state my feelings in writing. So those are a couple of things that I would share. It's like really first and foremost, it's about regulating yourself and doing what you can to feel safe. Because feeling safe in your body is key. It's like we're going into these overwhelmed states because we're dysregulated, because someone said something that triggered us and it maybe triggered a past trauma or reminded us of a a past challenging situation, right? And so we get activated and we react in this way and we might cry and we might um, lash out. That's something I can be guilty of, of like, getting really defensive and getting really upset and having it be this whole big thing when really it it didn't need to be a big deal but my old past traumas were were triggered and and I was flared by it I was overwhelmed by it and so I lashed out and so again having ways to regulate yourself is really really important because the truth is like I always say this we're not going to be able to ever avoid all of the stressful situations in life. It's just, it's just not possible. Dr. Elaine Aaron, who wrote the book, The Highly Sensitive Person, even says that as HSPs, we're not going to thrive by staying safe at home and like staying, you know, in our little comfort zone all of the time. Because if we do that, we're not going to be able to manage stress at all. We're going to crumble at the first sign of stress. And so she actually says it's important for us to put ourselves in situations where there will be stressful things that come up, where there will be opportunities for us to build our toolkit. Because then when we have these these times where it is a little bit challenging and it is a little bit stressful, we give ourselves the opportunity to lean on ourselves, to 
try a different coping mechanism to try to learn and grow and change. And from there, by doing that and trying over and over again, we expand our tolerance to stress. We expand our ability to withstand uncomfortable situations and show ourselves, oh, I can survive. I can, I can handle this. It's not so bad. I did have a client and I remember she was really nervous about talking to her boss about something that she needed. She was really overwhelmed by it. She knew her boss could be very kind of like overbearing and demanding. And, you know, she's a an empath and HSP and she often feels kind of more timid compared to him. But this conversation was important to her. And so we talked about it and I said what I'm telling you now. Okay. This is going to be uncomfortable and I'm prepared for that and I can survive it and I will be okay. And so she had the conversation. She prepared for it. She had some ideas of what she was going to say. And she also had built her own toolkit of ways that work for her personally to regulate her system. And she was able to have the conversation with her boss and she was able to get the, co- the outcome that she was hoping for. And she was so freaking proud of herself because she was like, this is not, this is not something I normally do. This is something I've always shied away from. I never say how I feel. I've always been too scared. It was amazing. I'm like lit up just like talking about it. It was amazing to see this shift in her because it built her self-confidence and she was able to see that she was able to be fully capable of having a challenging conversation with somebody who did intimidate her and she was able to do it with confidence and grace and have them be receptive to it. And yes, the other person is not always going to be receptive. There are going to be times where they don't like what we have to say and they get upset and it doesn't go how we hoped. But it's again about building up your tolerance to having these challenging conversations and putting yourself in these situations because it's an opportunity to grow and expand and to be more resilient and stronger and and feel better in your skin. So this is important work. It's so worth doing. And I know that you can do it. I know, I know that you can do it. If I can, if my clients can, you can too. So I'm sending you love and power. And I can't wait to hear what you think of this episode. Please be sure to send me a DM and let me know if this lands with you, if you found it helpful. And I can't wait to talk with you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.